Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Who do you think the better player is out of us two? Just in general, just off of just us just sitting here. I don't know what makes a good football player. Like, well, just, I don't just know, take like... a guess, a wild guess. Who do you think would be better? Just based off conversation. Okay, ath- athleticism. Who looks more athletic? Go off your gut. The entire panel. Who looks the slowest? Why are you changing it up? We, we talk. You're done. Fred, you're done. No, you're not done. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I like where you were going with it. Um... You keep looking to the right, Tony. Why you keep looking at the right, Tony? You know why she's looking to the right. Like your whole demeanor changes when you have a stogie in your hand. You're crossing your legs, you think you're grown. My legs like, are crossed. You've never done this on our show. You mean, never had it, your legs crossed on our show. Because I can't smoke when I'm in there. I'm, I'm in my I'm in my comfort zone. Yeah. You got your little knees buckled over top of each other. I ain't never seen that. They chance. was like that. They was like that with Dale. No, they were Yes, because you yeah, had a they were, because they were. he had a stogie. Yeah, no, nah, they were like that with Dale. Y'all, my man, your mannerism changed depending on what you got in your it's hand. It's that cream, right. that cream outfit, that cookies and cream we got going on over there. That's what it he is. He think he fly, Tony. Well, wait a minute. Why you got on the Raiders hat? Because it's camouflage and I don't know how to put no clothes together. I mean, you look good. I like it. I like it. I like it. Thank you. I like the fact. I like. You know what I like? I like the fact that you haven't changed what you do. Because of what they say. My man. I like that. I'm living. Living. I'm alive and I'm living. That's what I'm t- Wait, give me a hug. Man, give me. Let's go. Both of them. You guys think about the dunks. Yeah. She got money. She got money? She got money. Because I know she paid about 500 for them. No, I got them when they dropped. It was only yeah. like 80 bucks. Yeah. Oh, you're a sneakerhead? Yeah. Don't say nothing. He's just low-key sneakerhead. You use the app? The yeah, sneaker the app? app. It was my first time using it and I got them. Wow. Beginner's yeah. luck. That's some good stuff, cause that's that sneaker app is uh, it's torture. The resale market has made it very difficult, very thick of, difficult for a lot of people. Oh yes. Yeah, those those are fly. Are we have we started Let, yet? Let's start. Yeah, we. I mean, we don't. We never know when we start. Let's start right now. I want to start with your motto. The car doesn't know gender. Mm-hmm. Break that down for us. It doesn't. I mean, it's a vehicle. It's a machine. Um, and you know, like if somebody sees me as a girl, I'm like, I don't really care because I don't see myself as a girl. I'm the one driving the race car. So it's like, whatever anybody else thinks, I'm like, I'm the one driving the race car. I don't care if you think I'm a girl. The car doesn't know that. And the car is the only thing that matters. Go deeper. Mm-hmm. Let's peel back the layers a little bit. Uh-huh. Like why you, you felt some type of way. You felt like you had to make that statement. Yeah. Cause I feel like you get like sexist comments pretty often. So I feel like, and I feel like people try to act like I'm trying to make it obvious that I'm a girl sometimes. I'm like, no, like, you'll just get comments sometimes and it's kind of like, I just want to make a point that I don't see myself as any differently and if you think I do, it's really just 
you that's the issue. When you say the comments, is that social media? Is that other drivers? Is that fans? Like, who, who gives you the hardest time? I feel like social media is just, like, where it's kind of all based at, but just because it's, like, easy. Like, nobody's going to, like, really walk up to me and just, like, say a negative comment. I mean, most yeah. likely they're not going to do that. Um, there's been times where I do get it at the track, like, sexist comments, but... I feel like they kind of say it in a way, not really realizing that it's like offensive. Obviously, Danica is well known, but we had Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the show and he talked about his sister, Kelly, and I had no clue that she was a driver. Yeah, she's badass. I heard she's good. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I heard she was really good. You know, when we think about NASCAR, we don't think about women. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not the picture that we see. Do you feel like you're breaking so many like uh, barriers? women, uh, Arabic, Lebanese? Um, I don't see myself as breaking barriers, but if I am, that's cool. But I don't really see myself in that way. I've heard other people say it. I'm like, wow, if I am, that's really awesome. Um, but to me, I'm just kind of doing me. I'm not trying to break down barriers. Yeah. How did it happen? Like, you're growing up. I have a daughter. We, we All of us have daughters. And I can't ever see my daughter saying, Daddy, I'm going to go drive a car 200 miles per hour. I just don't see it. Where, like, mm -hmm. at what age, what point? Did you say, I'm going to drive NASCARs. I'm going to go 200 miles around in a big circle. Nine. I was nine years old. Did Pops have to push you? Or is this something like Kyle talks about you already having that it factor and it already being in you and something that you wanted to go after? I used to tell them all the time when I was a kid, I'm going to be a race car driver. And I think they just kind of thought it would be a phase, but it's not. <laughs> when I think about NASCAR, like B said, you think about it, a sport dominated by mm -hmm. males. Mentally. How has it been for you so far? Are you, for you to be able to do it and having to deal with the sexist comments, mentally you have to be somewhat tough and have to bear with it. Have you been able to manage? Yeah, no, I feel like for me, like, there's never been a time where I'm standing in the pits or in the garage and I'm like, wow, I'm the only girl here. I've never thought that. I don't know if that's just me being, like, naive or ignorant or just super focused, but I've never felt singled out before. Inspiration. What got you into it? Um, yeah, so honestly, like, the person I looked up to when I was younger was Danica Patrick, just because she was kind of the most known female in the sport. Um, so I definitely looked to her just because she was really the one that was paving the way. I mean, people can say what they want to say about her, but she did really like pave the way for a lot of us. And your goals? Mm -hmm. um, the Cup Series is my biggest goal. I have a lot of goals to get to that spot. I just, I'm about to do my third race in the NASCAR Series, so I'm just starting this journey and there's a lot to go. Um, but definitely like my end goal is the Cup Series for sure. So we met with Justin Haley earlier, you know, and he mentioned, you know, not a whole lot of drivers understand their car from, you know, front to back, mm -hmm. the engineering part of it. Women are a little bit more meticulous and they pay a lot more attention than men. You, do you know when something's not right with your car or can you get under there and say, hey, you know, this is something I need to, you know, get working properly i mean I, I don't know if that's the right question but yeah i know i mean for the most part i feel like i know the cars pretty well like the one that i'm driving this weekend it's a new car to me uh, but i'm still able to feel when something's a little bit off and i feel like sometimes i'll tell teams or like my crew chief or whatever sometimes like hey something's off and a lot of times they won't believe me and it's like something happens and it's like okay well i told you so um so that's happened to me in the past where people just don't really believe that i understand the race car and that can be a little bit frustrating is that adjustment is it is it difficult 
Because the tracks change and the cars change. Yeah, it's definitely difficult. And um, when you're on a big track versus a small track, the cars change so much with how they handle. Um, and you don't get that much practice and it's a new car and you're on TV. So there's just so many different elements that put a lot of pressure on you for sure. I got my first super speedway race um, out of the way at Daytona. And I was nervous for that. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was very nervous. You're young into it and we kind of brushed past the, the journey. Like you say, you just started your journey. But the journey to getting where you are, like, it's not easy. Like, it's the 1% of the 1%. When we talk to everybody down here in, in Charlotte, what was that like? Was it harder being a woman? Sponsorships, the team owners, everybody believing in you as a woman? Like, or it was the same path as the, the young men take? Um, I feel like it is the same path in a way, but I feel like I've kind of had to prove myself a little bit more. Um, a lot of people, like, had to ask me, like, oh, are you going to get married or have kids anytime soon and all this stuff? I'm like, no, I just, I just want to race cars. But a lot of people just, like, assume that I'm going to kind of drop out at some point to have kids or something. And it's like, no, I'm, just, I'm here to race, but they don't want to make a commitment to you because they think you're going to flake out at some point. But Just listening to you talking, and it's like, you know, you started playing ball, you fell in love with ball. You start playing ball, you fell in love with ball, ball, ball. And, you know, some come, so much comes with our platforms as athletes, and there's a debate, okay, our drivers, athletes, right, with Channing. We three believe you guys are athletes. He thinks you guys are really good drivers. Very skilled. You're skilled. <laughs> we'll jump into that. But it, it's like just hearing you talk, it's like I just love driving, you know, all this other stuff that comes with it is just, it just come, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I mean, I love that passion. And, um, you know, when you wake up, you, I mean, you talked about your goals. Like, you say you have so many goals. I want to hear, what, what is what are those goals outside of getting to the Cup Series? Yeah, like, in the morning I wake up and I have a journal that I write in. And I'll, like, write down small goals for the day that are, like, you know, like, not, like, that significant. And then I'll write down kind of, like, my goals for the month or this weekend. Obviously, to win is always a goal, but there's smaller goals because at Daytona, I know I made some mistakes, some rookie mistakes. For me, if I make a mistake, okay, you're learning. But if I make it twice, I'm, like, I'm not good with that. So I just want to make sure that I'm always, like, improving every race. We, we talked to Dell, and uh, he mentioned guys nowadays, they're watching film. You made those mistakes. Do you watch tape? Do you yeah. go back and, and, and check, assess yourself? Yeah, no, I've been watching a bunch of footage just from past races at Talladega. I'll watch my races. Um, it definitely helps to watch because you can watch somebody make a mistake and kind of learn from that so then you don't have to go and make it. How's your driving on the highway? I'm good. <laughs> Nobody yeah. lets me drive anywhere because I'm bad with directions, but I'm good. I'm Wait, safe. you have a heavy foot? No. No? Really. No, because I get like all like my need for speed out on the racetrack. Okay. I'm really, I'm good. I follow the rules. Do your friends think that? Yeah. Nobody lets me drive because they say I drive too slow on the highway. I'm like, Serious? I'm just safe. Yeah. Serious? I follow the law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be the opposite way. No, because I get that, all that out on this track. Even though it's early in your career, do you have, is there any type of beef, any fuel, any mm. feud with anybody, like a, a deal? Cowboys type of rivalry a little bit even though it's early but somebody that might have said something wrong somebody that might have bumped you um I feel like in the series that I'm racing in this year I've only done two races uh -huh. so like by the end of the season I'm sure I'm gonna have some type of beef but most of these guys I've never raced with them before like if I'm seeing them on the track I'm like I don't know who that is <laughs> right next to me how do you handle your beef um depends what they do I mean if somebody like takes you out on the track, you have to give it back to them at some point. You can't. That's what Dale, Dale talked about. Yeah. Honestly, I think me, 
I think you should come in and be the villain. You think so? I think you should be the villain. Wow. He's a branding like icon and Mark genius. Mark brand manager. If you need me, let me know. That would be <laughs> dope. So why do you feel like she should embrace the villain? But I, I think I think it would be great. I would I think it would be great as a woman being the head face of NASCAR as the villain. Mm. Like, excuse my language, I'm not the to play with. Oh. <laughs> you can't put you can't put that on you can't put that on the shirt. Huh? You can put that on the bumper. <laughs> oh, <man. Huh? laughs> okay, switching gears. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I understand where you're going with that, but in this sensitive uh, climate that we live in, where you got to be politically correct, that's the problem with us now. That's the problem. Right? I, I think I got a question he wanted to ask. Am I wrong, or am I am I tripping here? All right, never mind. Go ahead. You, you, you're driving the, the number two car, you know, Dell number eight, you know, so forth and so on. Who determines the car number? Is it the owner? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, it's all the car owner. When I was growing up, I was always number 80, so that's kind of like my go-to. Um, but yeah, this year's been the first two time that I've been zero two. So. I, I, I like the two, it looks good on, does on she, the car. Do you understand the significance? Let's say if you if it was football, the significance of having a single digit number, you know what that means? But it's technically double digits, but go for it. Oh, the O2, yeah, okay, 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 you right. I know, there's somebody well, else that's two, I'm O2. Yes, it's still two, but yeah. two when you have a single digit Jersey number in general, even I'm taking it to NASCAR as well. Uh -huh. That means you're that guy. Yeah. In this case, you're that woman. Like huh? you're the sh period. <laughs> That's right. That went because yeah, in Little League, when you pick that, hey, any single digit number, right. oh, you got to be gangster. Oh yeah, watch out for him. <laughs> he got to be a dog. In a, in a race, are there uh, duplicate numbers? No. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so there's somebody that I race against, and they're two, so I'm zero two. So, like, it can be duplicate in that sense. For me, the thing that I'm trying to get out of this I Am NASCAR series, I'm trying to figure out, like, what is the it of a driver? Mm -hmm. You know, so when I, you know, I'm looking at the facial expressions when you guys speak, uh, you know, how you answer questions and, you know, like, how serious are you? And, um, you know, I just find it interesting that you have a twin sister. She goes to Purdue. Yeah. You guys started this together. You made a decision to leave California, come here by yourself. Mm -hmm. how, how tough was that? And the reason why I ask about that moment, because like I have twin kids and they're so close, a boy and a girl. And um, I just feel like there's a moment in every athlete's life where it's like, it's defining. Mm -hmm. For me, it was in college when I, I wasn't balling and I had this dream when I was six years old and, and I had to go, I went to a tattoo parlor and I got on my side, I got two stars left and right, and on each side I said, born a star. I had to remind myself that, no, this, I'm a star. Although you're not balling right now and nobody knows your name, like, remember who you are. You know, and, and I, I was crying at the tattoo parlor, right? And I feel like, I don't know if that was a moment for you and how tough it was, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear about that time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when I initially made the decision, like, I knew I wanted to move out here for so long just because, like, this is the hub of, like, NASCAR. All the teams are here. And to me, I was just like, it was always a dream come true to move out here. I was just like, this is just the spot that I have to be in to really pursue this career. Um, I feel like it was hard to, like, go different ways for my sister. Um, but, I mean, it's not like she was going to be sitting at home. So I was like, I'm not going to be sitting at home. I'm going to go chase my dreams just as she's chasing hers. She's just doing it in a different way. Um, but it was hard. I feel like I realized it was hard, like, once I kind of got myself into it, and then I was just like, oh, I'm kind of, like, by, out here by myself, and it was a little lonely. 
Um, but I feel like when I initially moved, it was kind of just like naive. I was like, yeah, let's do this. I was hyped. Um, but yeah, there's definitely times when I was just like, oh, I'm really just out here by myself. <laughs> you miss her because there's a there's a real thing, which is the twin thing. I have a buddy named Calvin. He hadn't seen his twin in three years. He's in California. His brother is in New Jersey. And he goes, I got to drive to Jersey because it feels that I'm missing a part of me. Yeah. And there, that's a real thing. Do you ever have that feeling or does your sister Annie? Annie yeah, right? Annie, I feel like she's very, um, we have very different personalities. I'm definitely more of like the emotional one. Like for me after like we both spent the holidays at home and when I had to leave, I was like crying. I was like, I'm not going to see her. But like for her, I know she'd be like, dude, like why are you crying right now? <laughs> so I was like, I can't let her see me like this. But um, yeah, no, I definitely miss her. I FaceTime her like all day, every day. Like she'll answer. She's like, Tony, I'm in class. I'm like, oh, I just want to say hi. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely more of the one that gets kind of like emotional about that kind of stuff. What's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure? Um, food, you know, women say yeah. they love eating. I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say food, honestly food. It's hard when you're on the road because I feel like there's just always like junk food options and it's hard and just Y'all like- Y'all gonna dive into it? Oh Lord. So you eat, you eat? This wasn't a toss up or set up for that. You eat what you want? If I'm on the road, I'll be like, yes. If I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Hold up, like, but I you gotta find out what, what does she want. It might be Chipotle. She said whatever she wants. It, that it means, could be a burrito well, bowl. Let's go details. Yeah, it yeah. Have to be details. When she says whatever yeah, she wants, that means it's, it's not restricted. Yeah, a burrito bowl. Have you ever had McDonald's? Yeah. Of oh my God! Of course I've had McDonald's. Let's go. Yes, McDonald's. That's what I'm talking about. So you're not into this guy here? This guy. Strict diet, meal plan, prep. What is he, Chad? Huh? What is he? A pegatarian? <laughs> hey, what he? Hey, he ended the day with a bad back. A I'm sorry. One, one more question. Talking with Dale during his career and having the fun and the partying and how do you balance love life, boyfriend, those that might be interested? Uh, honestly, I'm just like, no, I'm just so Are focused. No, if you're in my DMs, I'm sorry. It's a no. But, but I know that, though, dude, because as athletes, as athletes, we all played. And you know what I'm saying? The, the, the women slide in your DMs you hear about all the time. You as a female athlete and at the biggest stage, the biggest stage. I love where you Are going. people sliding in your DMs as well? No, no, no. No, to pose it this way. Do you have groupies? <laughs> I've never had a group. That, I mean, that's what we talked about with Dale. Wait, is it more, more fans? Well, guys that are interested, would you could really consider them groupies or just guys that may be interested? If they if they see her racing and like her because of what she does on the on the out here on the cement, that's a groupie. Okay. If somebody likes you for football, they're a groupie. If somebody likes her for racing, that's a groupie, a male groupie. Well, how would you not know you would have no other way to meet her outside of Because you go to the mall, Chad, and you talk to people. You go to the mall, you meet a woman, you talk to her. You don't slide in DMs and all that. Man, you know, I'm against that. I ain't no social media guy. But how is she going to meet the love of her life if it's not through social media in this era? To the mall. To the mall? Do you Chad? even go to malls or you shop online? No, I shop online. She shop online. Liz, Tony, listen, go in the, you know what a food court is? Yes. I Nobody when I, when goes I to the mall kid. anymore. You see his outfit? Yeah. I go to the mall twice a week and try to get clothes for this mother. Shit in his heart. <laughs> Tony, tell this man, can you help him out? Online shopping, you just type in what you want and it's right there. You but know? I'm I'm knock kneed and I got funny little body. Like my body's look like it looks fun. I'm gonna be garbage when I'm older. 
So it's hard to fit on these without actually putting the clothes. Right. On. So you got to find stuff that's proportionate for your body for that my fits body. you. Because okay. B, B gave me, he gave, y'all be giving me clothes and I be putting them on and I be like, damn, you like a simp. Because my little knees be touching, my feet be wide. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I got to try my clothes. Sorry, I went on a rant. But yes, but yes, you want to meet the love of your life? Go to the mall and speak to humans. But she's in a new, this generation, they, they don't have to go to the mall. That's it's why the Online shopping. High. They can go to, what is it, Humble, Bumble? Oh, like the Bumble, dating Bumble. thing? No, 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 so, time out. This, we, we call this shifting gears. Hold on, time out. We're not shifting gears. We, we, I mean, I, for, I, would like, I would like her to have balance. Okay, go ahead. All work and no play can be very stressful. I agree. I you know, agree. so there has to be some type of peace and some type of outlet outside of the circle. That's right. And that's why I asked about love life and a guy that you can sometimes reset. And most of the time having a spouse, having a mate, it doesn't have to be a relationship. It doesn't have to be marriage. It's something that can release you outside of here. I call it my sense of peace. I found my sense of peace after years. And I was just wondering if you had an outlet or a sense of peace outside of the track. Um, not right now. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> well, guys, guys, her DMs are open. No, her DMs but, not. She's but, focused right now. Uh, Do you think that'll affect your career? Would a relationship put more, more on you where you Depends need to be Depends on focused? the person. You don't know if you're going to get, like, a bad apple and they're going to be, like, you know, a distraction, you know? You know what happens? That That's a good, a bad apple. What happens when apples sit out too long? <laughs> they rot. Ah. Anyways, we're going to shift gears. Hey, I'm in the fridge. I'm not rotting. Anyways, we're going to shift gears because I feel like even that mentality, because right? what, what did I tell you earlier? I'm looking for the it, right? And I just feel like your focus, your drive, you know, that is it to me. And um, I just think that's amazing. You, you know, like, you know, when you meet an athlete, you meet someone, it's like, this is it. You can tell. You can tell. You can tell. So we... We've asked drivers before. We've asked other people in NASCAR, like, what is the it for a driver? Tell me what makes a driver. When you, Tony, when you see someone coming up, another uh, young girl that wants to get into the sport, even a male, a little boy at, like, a driver, and you're like, he has it. What is it? You just have to have, like, this fire in your eyes. Like, you can't just want it. You have to want it, like, with everything. Like, it has to be your top priority. Like, it just has to be, like, you can see when somebody wants it and when somebody, like, really wants right. it and they're going to just work through everything. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. 
like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. To get there, and I Meaning think- you have to leave your home state, your twin sister, and just go and say, yeah, you have to make sacrifices to really, really want it and just to really, like, feel like when you work for something, then it's just so much better once you get to it. 100%. I think we've all gone, gone, have gone through that in some capacity. I mean, our sport is different. He said you guys aren't athletes. I don't know about that one. <laughs> very, very skilled. Very no, no, skilled but human. She is, she's a woman. Go ahead, Go for it. See, I want to hear her take. We've asked two men in NASCAR. I don't, I don't believe you sitting in the car. The car's doing the work. You're just moving your hands to the left. That's my whole take. Okay. Oh, I changed my mind. I promise. It's not like going down the highway. If they ran their ass around this loop, I'd be impressed. They're driving. The car's doing the work. But did you work. watch his hands? It was they a, were moving. He actually explained it to us where you have to feel the back tires and the front tires of this machine mm-hmm. that doesn't no gender. That's machine, but the machine is doing it. To explain to this guy why you guys are not athletes. I'm, I'm, I'm receptive to it, yes. Okay, at Daytona, like you're just like, you're flat out, you're not even using like your brake foot, okay? You're just using one leg, okay? Like for me, after the race, I was so sore and like I literally, it looks like somebody beat me up just because I had all these bruises all over my body just from the G-forces. Wow. Because I felt that, that it pushed you back in the and chair like, and all the strap like, up and several all. hours and like, your belts are tight and the wheel's moving. Like there's never a point when you're just like still, especially when you're in a pack, like the car is moving around without you trying to make it move. I drove an RV to Minnesota one time. It was like I 20 promise, hours. I promise it's different. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it's different. So are, are the G-forces more extreme in um, Daytona because of the high embankment? Yeah, so Talladega, they're gonna be, be definitely. Same, similar? Yeah, Talladega's more banked than Daytona, so it's probably gonna be the most wow. G-forces wow. I've ever felt. So it'll be interesting. Wow. You get scared? No, I've never, there's been very minimal times where I've been scared in my years of racing. Maybe like once or twice was about Okay, it. well, what were those times? Like, what was scary? Okay, when I was a kid, like this is, like, I actually thought like this was like, I was going to be done after this one. So <laughs> <laughs> I was in a go-kart. I was probably like 12 years old. And we start this race. We go through turn one. And this kid drives on top of me. And he's just like on top of me. And he's like, he's a little bit of a bigger guy. And like the go-kart's heavy. It's something like maybe like 300 pounds. And um, he's like on top of me. And he's trying to drive off of me. Like that doesn't work. Like just get up and get your go-kart off of me. And I just remember, like, there's, like, an axle and, like, the sprocket, and, like, it has, like, spikes on it, and it was getting closer and closer to my neck, oh and my he's goodness. revving it, and I'm just like, man, this is going to be it for me, and I, like, I thought I was done. I was, like, 12. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he was just getting closer to my wow. neck. I was like, shoot. I was like, this is it. <laughs> wow. Well, that was your moment. You didn't, like, get out the car and, like, 
go punch him in the face? Well, he was on top of me, and then I'm like, talking about after. <laughs> oh, after? Like, bro, no, I was doing? when I was that young. I was shy. I was shy. I was yeah. a shy little girl. But I was like, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. He used to kick footballs I, in the stands. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. don't take advice from him. I can't wait until you know you get out your car and you just go punch like Rowdy in the face. No. Just like, mm, I don't that's my guy. That. I love Rowdy. You, but I just can't wait for that moment. Start a fight with See, Kyle he said he likes the he loves villains. You got to be the villain. Villains going to pay off big time. Have you have you thought about how long you would want to uh, pursue racing? Um, you know, I feel like I've made like I've made a plan to like how I want my racing to, career to go and it hasn't gone like that so far. So I'm like I kind of have like an idea, but I also don't want to plan it just kind of just go with the flow thing. Okay, all right. That's interesting. You say you have a plan and it hasn't gone that way. It's still early, though. I know, but... If I, like, if everything went perfectly how I wanted it to go, I would have been where I'm at, like, several years ago. I had, like, this whole plan, and I wanted to move up really fast, which maybe, like, you know, I feel like everything happens for a reason, so yeah. I'm glad that, like, I'm here right now and everything happened this way. Um, but, no, I wanted to do this years ago, and I, I got in the series that I'm racing um, in 2018. I did my first race. Explain the series because okay. a lot of people watching doesn't know, and that's we, we want to educate. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm in the NASCAR Arkham Menard series, and I did my first race in this series in 2018, and then um, I didn't have enough funding to run the rest of the races, and I was like really upset, bummed out, and now this is kind of like my second shot at it. But I feel like everything just kind of happened for a reason. Do do but do you get discouraged still? I know you probably got discouraged then. Do you still fight that? Yeah, of course. There's definitely times where I'm like, man, like, I don't know, like, you just kind of, like, second-guess yourself a little bit. Um, but I feel like if you just surround yourself with, like, positive people, they can kind of, like, lift you up. Because it's hard to lift yourself up out of that. That's where a spouse comes into play. <laughs> That's perfect. Right there. <laughs> or just go get tattoos on the side and say, born and born a star, die a star. Right. But also you can have that outlet of someone else to talk to That's right. for situations like she just said. Right. Mm -hmm. That sense I, of peace. I See, I love that. Just keep going. You know, I, I mean, we, you, you do something that we've never done before, and it's freaking magnificent. Like, I freaking love it. The funny thing, none of us can do what you do. That's right. And yeah. I'm just being honest. Yeah, that's the, none of yeah. us can do that. That's real. And, and so, you know, we're all retired guys and done. You're 21. You know, you're, you're, found, you're right there. Keep going. Just put your head down, keep working, and keep going. No matter what happens, just keep going. And knowing that what I always say is put a championship routine in place. You know, whatever that routine is, you wake up every single day, and that's what holds you accountable. No matter if you win or you lose, no, no matter how you feel, you know just that eventually it's going to pay off for you. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that's just something I've learned. And I just, every day, I just kept getting up every day, every day, every day. Because I want to be sitting in Daytona. And I'll probably be in like the or the pit crew or something where the pit crew's at because I, I like I want to hear everything. I want, you know what I mean? I want to listen in on radio. And I want to be sitting there with my kid, Z, Ziggy, and Zoe. And I want to be in the winner's circle. And I want to be sitting in the back and just give you the peace sign like, you did it. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. It was the McDonald's. Yeah. It ain't the dang on McDonald's. It was. It ain't the McDonald's. And, and, Get out of here. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? You know how I know it's going to happen? The timing of it, I don't know when, mm -hmm. but I can tell by your mannerisms, the way you talk, you. the way you carry yourself. Right. Like there's a certain aura, there's a it's certain the it. type of it factor that you can't coach, you can't teach it. The shit just in you. I'm sorry, I don't mean to curse. That's no, the way I am. I <laughs> the, the, that's just in you and you have it. Mm 
That's right. She has it. So when you do win, not come out, no shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to be in. Oh. What's in Daytona? Because we said she said one on her bucket list is to go to, you know, get a tattoo and go to go out. She never goes out. So in Daytona, what's in Daytona? Nothing's Daytona. You have to drive to Orlando, go to like yeah, Roxy Night Club or something. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be. Uh. All right. Um, I want to bring in Brandon. Yeah. What's up? Man, I just want to say thank you for giving us this opportunity. Um, when you Appreciate talk about being here. Yeah. Thank you. You, you. When you think about NASCAR, you don't think about women. You don't think about, you know, um, other groups being represented. And, uh, I, I, you know, I just want to say thank you first for giving us this opportunity and access. Um, and I, and I just want to hear from you, you know, what is NASCAR doing to bring more diversity and inclusion into this sport? Well, I think Tony's a great example of that. And so you, when you, you hear her talk about Danica Patrick, but it goes all the way back to, you know, a Patty Moise and they, just years and, and generations before even before Tony got to the ARCA series. But um, the Drive for Diversity program is, is one that I know, um, and there's other paths. Obviously, Tony has taken a path outside of that, but that is a program that is specifically dedicated uh, to developing uh, women and minorities to come through uh, to come through the sport. So be that for the pit crew or in the driver's seat. Uh, we have the diversity internship program, which is uh, more so focused on the, the front office side of the sport. But then outside of that, just making sure that we're casting a wide net to be able to speak to all fans. Right. And so um, particularly in the last year, we've had a, a greater emphasis on that for obvious reasons, just everything that has gone on. Uh, but so we're starting to partner now with more organizations just so we can start to branch out. So whether that be the Trevor Project, which is focused obviously on LGB on the LGBTQ plus community, uh, working with the Urban Youth Racing School, which is up in Philly, which is a, a program that's been around for 23 years uh, that, that really focuses on bringing uh, black students and black kids through, you know, through the through that program. So that gives them a little bit of a curriculum. Uh, a to keep them focused in school, but also to teach them things about mechanics and things, you know, and uh, the, working on the cars. There's a scholarship program for NTI through that program now as well. Why is this important? Because we hear a lot, of, especially now, there's a lot of, you know, companies, there's a lot of, uh, you know, people, different industries that's like focused on it. It's like we have to be in this conversation. Is this real? It is real. And the first thing is that NASCAR has always been a company that follows its morals. And so, from a moral standpoint, it's an open and shut case. It's the right thing to do. But beyond that, when we look at start to look at the statistics and where the populations and uh, society is going in terms of the demographics, the country is becoming a lot more mixed. Right. And so it's, there's a lot more. Um, the minority will soon be the majority in this country. And so if NASCAR is going to stay alive in terms of a business, in terms of uh, continuing to entertain uh, the United States, we're going to have to evolve with that. And so it's really twofold. It's a moral obligation, but then there's also a business obligation that we have. Where are you from? I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. How the hell you get into NASCAR, bro? You're a black man. You know, I mean, but that's my thing. And it's ignorant, but that's the only way I can I can put it. You know, my my uncle, he's been a fan for years. And for years, he's been saying, Brandon, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And I didn't get it until I actually witnessed it. What was that moment for you? Man, so I did. I started in the sport doing an internship actually at the Nashville Super Speedway, which is my home track. Uh, it's actually open back uh, this year for the first time in about uh, 15 years, something like that. So we go back there Father's Day weekend in June. But uh, that was my first really taste uh, into the sport. 
I was standing on pit road exactly like we are now. The car's fired up, man. I got chills all up and down my arms, and I just, I just decided I didn't know anything about the sport at the time. But I was like, I don't know what that was, but it was an electric feeling and something I felt like I needed. I wanted more of it, and so uh, because of exactly what you're saying, because it's atypical, and a lot of people, you know, when I was in school, were doing internships and things like that around, you know, sticking ball sports and trying to do other things. It was kind of my own lane. So uh, just be sticking around the sport and talking to people and learning about the stories and the history and the passion, quite frankly, that goes into it. I, I wanted to be a part of it. And so uh, to, to, this is my 18th season. So to come back around. 18? 18. Bro, all right, I'm going to say this, okay? 20 years from now, can I have the rights to your documentary? Like you gotta, now you gotta make a decision now. <laughs> I gotta call it right now. Yeah, like no, seriously, like I wanna, I, I wanna produce your documentary. I wanna be a partner because I feel like we're gonna be celebrating you twenty years from now and what you did for the sport. You I mean, know, that's, that's cloth talk. Right so, there, so right? yes or no? Yes. You heard it. Ah, <laughs> I got it. No, Man. no, all right, no. All right, all right, here, all right, all right. I got, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. I had two choices. All right, I now you know I gotta, I gotta put you on the spot, right? Because we're in this year, 2020. We're in 2021 now, but 2020, uh, obviously the global pandemic, racial tension soaring. Um, you know, what was the defining moment for you where, where you looked at NASCAR and you said, guys, we have to do this. Was there ever a moment where you just felt like alone or felt like I had to just I, that uh, moment, you know, because sometimes we feel we feel lonely. We don't feel represented in these spaces. So last year, just everything that went on last year. I mean, and I mean that from whether it was the the pandemic obviously but everything even that was going on obviously with the racial reckoning right and so even before steve phelps our president uh got on uh, and, and addressed the drivers in atlanta we had an internal meeting so we we created a, an employee diversity council where we literally just bought like 20 employees diverse all from all backgrounds we have you know people who practice different religions, people who may identify as LGBTQ, obviously black, like just a, a, a Latinx, like just a, a entire group of employees that really got together and really was just able to talk through some of the challenges and what we were facing just in living with the things that we were living with in 2020. Uh, and so that really spurred a lot of the things that you saw last year, because we really try to take an inside out approach. Yes, we wanted to make sure that the public knew where we stood on these topics, but before you got to clean your own house up first, right? Mm -hmm. And so we had to make sure that we were practicing internally in terms of NASCAR as an employer um, and a company, making sure that we were doing the things that we needed to do to support our own employees. And so that's really where a lot of this stuff started. So Tony, she wins. Yep. Homestead. Yep. Vegas. Yep. You partying with us? Absolutely. That. <laughs> <laughs> you going to put it on the company's card, NASCAR's? Yeah. Car? Absolutely. Oh! <laughs> I like that one. I like Thank that you. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, B. Oh, man. Uh, seriously, man, y'all being here is like one of my wildest dreams. Just being able to see this group of guys come and celebrate what we're trying to do and stand up here means so much. So I appreciate y'all being here. Appreciate y'all highlighting people like Tony um, and what and what we're trying to do. So it's salute to all y'all for being here. Are drivers athletes? Absolutely, drivers are athletes. Sorry, Channing. L listen, man. So <laughs> I played, obviously not not at the level that you all did, but I played football, basketball, Ooh. baseball growing up, right? Being in a car that's 180 plus degrees, 600 miles around this beautiful facility that we're standing in with people up there on the roof asking you all kind of questions about how your car is handling. Tony's going to be doing damn near 200 miles an hour 
people are gonna be asking her, how's the car handling? How are you feeling? Turn your fans on, turn your fans off. Car inside, car outside, they're closer, you know, it's this close to the wall. So it's not just about the physical, even though there's a lot of physical into it, but it's also about the mental and the things that you have to be processing while you're literally driving 180 plus miles an hour, two inches off of the next person. She's got to hold the wheel straight. So I, listen, she's not running and jumping over people. She's not crashing into people, doing all that kind of thing. But the capacity to be able to handle all those things at once, athlete to me. Skill set. No, she has to there be is proficient. A there is a skill set. In an activity, in a physical activity. That defines her as an athlete, bro. Let it go. She's, <laughs> they, they, I can't say they're all Fred. athletic. No, man. No. no. Fred, no. literally, my calf and my forearm <laughs> is all that's moving. Calf, forearm. At least, can you put two hands? Out out at least give us two hands. Right. At the bare minimum. I'll be riding around this thing back. Not like that. All right. All right. We're going to let you go softly. Who's your ex and who's your Z? We know you're a fan of the Coming show. Coming to our sport. Who's the ex, who's the Z? Coming to our sport for a little bit. Tony, are you familiar with this question? No, I don't know. All right, well, we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going. We got a question for you next. Okay, I'm scared. Who's my ex and who's my Z? There's, only, there's only one person that was open 24-7. And ex is like the man. No, no, I get, no, I, I'm, I'm aware. I'm trying to process. I think, I hate to hit y'all with this nuanced question, but I, I and you looking at some previous episodes. No, no, I'm not asking. I'm, I'm going to answer. I'm sorry. I said that. I didn't enunciate. <laughs> um, get him. I think it's situational. Mm. I think it's situational. Mm. I think political. Ah, listen, See, that's what happens when boxer, you become an boxer. executive. You, you, listen, you got to know how to boxer briefs, man. Boxer, boxer. briefs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you can't hit me with this diplomatic stuff, boy. He's right, he been in business too he, long. He's right. You know he's right. Eighteen years, B. I feel you. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> Smart man. We we kid, but you're a hundred percent right. It's situational, because if in my offense. I'm looking at this guy, he's 6'4", 6'3 and a half, 235 with a burger in him. Ain't no burger in me, boy. You, at once upon a time, you just talked about your burger. 20, 20 to 25, I was eating burgers. All right, I'm going to put him on my short field at X because I might need him to block. I want to run that way. He can't even catch the thing on lighter. But for the, for if the he's my Z, I want him to go in motion for certain plays. Right. I'm not just putting you guys at X, X, Z. You don't I'm understand what motion is for. I do. I don't, I don't need motion. I, know. I, would agree, I would agree with that statement. I would agree with that statement. Let him double, triple, I'm still going to You're a football fan, open. Tony? We got to read I don't understand. We gotta you don't understand? Okay, we're going to teach you. We're going to teach you, Tony. You understand what I'm saying? I need you to move so I can see what how the defense reacts. I want them to run in zone, man. Two, six. All right, let you, me wait, answer. Wait, wait, let wait, me wait, answer. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, listen. I listen. answered. He answered. I answered. That was I a different. <laughs> he said I answered. Get what? Yeah, this is the thing. You always want me at your ex because the defense is going to make their adjustments and calls based on where I line up. Ooh. It's the same for me, too. Same for a lot of receivers. It's not just. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a good chance for me to back off of this line. <laughs> All right, B. Love you, bro. And, and diplomatic. You're going to do big things. Continue to do big things because you know how to be diplomatic. And I got the uh, the rights to your documentary. Thank you. We'll partner on it. We'll partner do do on you it. Understand, understand anything about football? 
I've seen football games before. Right. Do I understand them? No, I'm not going to pretend like I can because I can't fool you guys. <laughs> so, right. no, I don't right, understand right. them. Who do you think the better player is out of us two? Just in general, just off of just us just sitting here. I don't know what makes a good football player. Like, well, I just, don't just know, take like, a guess, a wild guess, who you think would be better, <laughs> just based off conversation. Okay, at athleticism. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who looks go more athletic? Go off your gut. The entire panel. Who looks no, the no, no, slowest? No, why, why are you changing no, 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 no. it up? Stop, stop. You're done. No, take Fred, me out of it. She's going to see. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I like where you were going with it. Um... She keep, you keep looking to the I, right, Tony. I don't know. Why you keep looking at the right, Tony? <laughs> you know why she's looking to the right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Answer. Okay. I feel like you could run faster, but I feel like you could, like, do, like, a harder, like, hit, you know? <laughs> exactly. That's why he does it. Block. She's so right. <laughs> she's so right. All I, like, I like your analysis. I don't know what I just answered. That's but. great. That's great, because I don't know anything about NASCAR. But that's just, this is great. Keep going. Like, I love what you're saying. Like, any more analysis. I, I think she looked at the shoes. Go ahead, go ahead. Any more comments? It's them easy this striders. Is Alexander McQueen. I know, but he looks swift in those. All right, but go ahead. Keep going. And you look more like a tractor. Faster. What else? What else you got? Because I like that. Like, just off your gut. Um. Think about it. If you were, uh -huh. you had your own race team, okay. who the hell you want driving your car? Look at the shoes. You want that shit? Tony, you know Behind fashion, Tony? Tony, you have on dunks. I have on... Mochas, who do you want behind your wheel? It ain't about no, no. no. See, now, see, now he's messed. So now he's tapping into, you know, he knows you love. I sneakers. know, like our shoes are like. Right, right. So that's not a good one. That's he a has on orthopedic shoes. <laughs> Does the uh, attorney say? Uh, what do they say when they want? What do they say? What they, what the attorney say? <laughs> the first baby objection, shoe. Objection. Obje right. Objection. Objection. Because that's bias. Because he knows he's playing into that. He knows you love shoes. Because he's a sneakerhead. Are know you a sneakerhead, sneaker yes or no? I just started being one. She's a sneakerhead. We didn't know she would be one before we got here. So the fact that she has them on and I have them on tells you all you need to know. Thank you. All right, go ahead. And you, you good with your commentary or so your analysis? I would or? be the better receiver just in your eyes based on what you've seen so far. Does a receiver have to run fast? Is that yes, and that's what I do. Whatever I said before, I don't want to keep saying it. <laughs> I'm up like five two. <laughs> On the show, we had a moment, and, and I said, Revis choked you out and locked him up. I don't know about choking out. And but, he said okay. no. And then what happened on Twitter, Freaky Fred? What happened? I know uh, Revis came, but Revis posted something. I just said, what the happened on, don't go to Revis. I don't what care happened? about what happened on Twitter. Yeah, tell him. You retweeted it. I know. He's out. <laughs> you retweeted it. This is the great thing. Like he throws it out. Oh, you got covered by Revis. Hell, who the f didn't? I, I got think God would have got locked up that year. <laughs> Honestly, he would have stopped God that year. He was phenomenal and he's great. And when he comes on the show, I think we make fun of the players that got, you know, that got covered that year. I think we need to come in and talk technique and what made him successful that year. I think Get that into would be his great mindset. for everybody to hear. Get into his mindset. Yeah, that would be really good. That it would so Revis, really when you see this, hit my line. My number's still the same. Unblock but, 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 me. But, Unblock but, me. But I got two final things for you. Um, May, Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. um, when you hear mental health, what comes up for you? Um, I think it's just about like happiness, like being happy um, and being able to just have like a positive mindset. I feel like that's been really big for me this year. I started like manifesting and like people can kind of like roll their eyes at that. But for me, that's made like a really big difference. And just like how I go about my day and just like my mindset. 
So this is what we'll do when you win. Um, I'm going to say you're going to win Vegas. Mm-hmm. All right. When you win Vegas, we'll all be there. And then we'll do a show with your sister. Yes. Bet? Got Bet. it. So last thing for you is when it's all said and done, what's your legacy? My legacy. Like, how, how do we remember Tony? Um, the villain. The villain. No, just stop ah. it. This is Tony. <laughs> um, I feel like for me, I just, I don't know exactly like how I would pave the way for people, but I just want to pave the way for others. Um, I don't know if I'm doing that right now. If I am, that's cool. But I've received so much support and like just like a lot of like messages through social media um, from younger girls just saying like I'm an inspiration. And to me, if I could even just like make a small difference, like that means a lot to me. Um, so if I could just open the door for others behind me, like to me, that would be amazing. So, all right. So here we go. Three times. No, up here. The side. One, two, three. One, two, three. Uh, go like that. I'm setting it up. So when, when she win in Vegas, I'm going to go boom, boom, boom. Well, you got to come up with boom, something boom, better than that after boom. a win of that magnitude. Especially so go, the first then one. you go. What you got? Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.